and welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is Michael Cavallari. Now, Michael starred alongside Hilary Swank in The Next Karate Kid. He played Ned, who was the head of the Alpha Elite, and we kind of talk about what exactly were the Alpha Elite. He talks about his experiences working with the late great Pat Morita, Michael Ironside, and just what he thought about Hilary Swank's performance. We talk about the legacy of the Karate Kid and whether or not he'll appear in Cobra Kai. But Michael Starr wrote and directed a movie called Retinado. It's really a passion project for him about going to Sicily and discovering his family's roots. It's receiving a ton of buzz and he tells me the grant that he received from two A-list Hollywood directors. He talks about that. Michael, like myself, is a Queens boy. He grew up in Whitestone. I grew up in Bayside, so we have that bond. Really nice guy, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with him. So, Michael, uh, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Uh, before we kind of look back and reminisce, uh, talk about your movie, Ritonato, because this seems like this has been a real you know, passion project for you, and it's getting a lot of uh, positive buzz. Yeah, thank you, Noel. Um, Ritornato was a dream come true for me. Um, it was a, absolutely a passion project, something that uh, kind of hit me after I lost my, my, my sister. I had lost my mother, my grandfather, my father, and then my sister at a very, very young age. And when that happened, it kind of shook me a little bit. And right. uh, I, I was kind of alone. I was kind of lost. I was trying to figure out who I was. And um, I said to my, my fiance at the time, who's now my wife, Maria. I said, I want to go to Sicily. I want to go see my grandfather's town. And uh, so we took a journey. I had never been there before. Uh, I only knew a little bit about, I only knew the name of the town. I really didn't know what I would find. And uh, so we took the journey. And I remember my driver, Vincenzo, is wonderful, mm -hmm. Vincenzo Bonanno. Uh, we were staying in this wonderful, wonderful uh, resort town called Teramina, which is about you know, it's all the way up on the top of the mountain and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, far, it's about maybe an hour from Limana, the town right. that where my father's from. And I said to, I said to Vincenzo, I said, mm -hmm. Vincenzo, I want to go to Limana. He goes, why you go to Limana? Nobody goes to Limana. I <laughs> says, I want to go to Limana because that's the land of my grandfather. So he goes, okay, we go. Right. <laughs> so the next morning we took a journey and uh, we came down from beautiful Terramina and then we, we drove a little bit. Then we started to ascend mm. up this really dirt, winding mountain all the way up right we kept kept going maybe about a 45 minute drive up and okay. um i saw the sign limina and i got out of the car and i just broke down in tears and i climbed up on this really this uh cement pylon and then the sign i cut up and i put my hands on the on the sign you can see it right there that's the actual oh yeah right picture. in the middle there yeah yeah that's the actual picture of me that day i was bawling in tears right. i said grandpa I made it mom i made it and, you know, I had a lot of conversations uh, with my mother when she was very sick about uh, Lehman and Sicily. And, and uh, you know, we would talk about photos that we were looking at and we would talk when she was in the bed sick and we would talk about memories and my grandfather. And I also had very, very fond memories of my grandfather, although he didn't speak any English. Okay. Agatino, right. Um, with just a, a pinch of the cheek or, or a kiss on the cheek or you know, put his hat on my head. I understood everything he was saying right everything so um that stuck stuck with me my whole life so when i made that journey back i just you know first seeing that sign and then we we made our way into the municipal area and then i said to Vincenzo, let's can we go here he goes yeah let's go in and then 
we go in and I'm not thinking that we're going to find much. I mean, maybe yeah. it, you know, an old street address or, or something. And lo and behold, there's, there's an old lady. She says, Alabandi. Mm-hmm. That's my grandfather's name. I said, see, she goes, I know, I know, I know. I said, yeah. and I'm like, what are you talking about? And then like three minutes later, this other guy walks in. He goes, who's Alabandi? And I said, me. He goes, come with me. Right. And then we make our way to uh, a cafe and then the story happens. So um, I don't want to give that away, but that's kind of, of course, what, yeah. what the prep. Yeah. So, so when I had that experience, I, 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 uh, it really made me feel closer to, to, to my family, to my grandfather. I get to see the lineage of where mm-hmm. I'm from and walk in his footsteps a bit. And it really, really opened my eyes. I had wanted to do a, a one man show 15 years previous and for some right. reason i kind of either way, i was afraid yeah. i wasn't brave enough to do it i wasn't ready to do it and i kind of pushed it away and i, I had remember no i wrote it in a book called the artist's way and i remember coming back from that trip now from from sicily that when i had that experience and i and i started to shuffle through some old books and i had started writing again like right before we left kind of mm-hmm. feelings when I came back, I was able to, I opened up both the book and my notes and they were exactly the same from 15 years earlier to, wow. to that day. And I was like, wow. So I said to myself, you know, I was in Lehman and I was like, you know, I'm looking out at the cemetery. I'm like, this is, this has got to happen. This has got to be a movie. This has got to be an experience. This is something that's to me is very moving. It's very personal. And it wasn't about money. It wasn't about, you know, right. uh, doing it any other than that it was just it was a soul it was a searching for the soul and uh so when i came back i jotted down a story and then i put together this long story a long screenplay wrapped around new york so i had the new york with my mom and then taking this journey many years mm-hmm. later and whatever and putting it together in a present day scenario so um but i had never written before so i don't know you know i was writing yeah. it in pen right. no yeah. My poor wife had to go and transcribe it and try to, you know, my friend goes, Michael, get final yeah. draft. I said, what's that? He goes, exactly. he goes, change your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, we learned how to kind of do it. And um, I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and, and long story short, I gave it to a friend of mine and uh, he said to me, he goes, listen, he goes, this is really good. He goes, did you ever write before? I said, not really. He goes, this is really good. He goes, it needs work. It needs right. structural work. It needs this, but it's got whatever. So, uh, we had a long piece. I went back again to Sicily the following like six months later. And I said to myself, how am I going to shoot this big thing? I mean, I don't have money like that. I don't have studios or, you know, whatever. I was there and I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I should just write a shorter version of the story, just the Sicily version, and then kind of interject some New York stuff in there. And maybe I can get it done like that. So the previous year, I met a guy at the at the at the Wi-Fi shop, and I asked him if he knew a cinematographer. And he gave me the guy's number, but I never called him. So when I went back again, this time the same guy was at the Wi-Fi shop, <laughs> Daniele, yeah. and he gives me his number, and I call him, and he's right down the street, right on the beach down the street yeah. from me. So I go, and we meet, and I say, "Can you come with me to Limina on Sunday?" So he goes up to town, we meet, and I start writing the script as I'm talking to him mm-hmm. saying, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I kind of concocted this idea to get him to go along with me. And uh, so we would talk every day for like six months. 
I left and I'd say, this is what I need. And he would send right. me videos of people and casting ideas and we would go over it. And, you know, then, you know, I had my cousin that I met the first time. So I had all these people and I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. And uh, so we were to shoot Noel in September. And uh, I, a friend of mine said, my, you know, you should submit this for like a grant or something. This is really interesting. So I submitted it to a grant, not thinking that I would ever win anything. Right, of course. And, and then no, lo and behold, I won the you know, National Italian American Foundation grant by the Russo brothers. Right, from the and, Avengers and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Avengers and all this. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So now they want it done by September, not shooting in September. Shooting. Now they want yeah. it done and fixed and edited. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Now, now did, I don't interrupt real quick. Did that, like giving you a deadline, did that really help you to kind yeah. of, you know, it speed things up and kind of like not sit on, you know, the fence, but whereas you do certain things now, it's like you, you're driven, you have one goal, this has to be done. I, I, I think I was doing it no matter what, but it just pushed right. it even more. Yeah. Um, it, it was a few things that I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little yeah. It's a great question. In one sense, yes. Uh you know, obviously I was doing it no matter what. I said yeah. September with my own money, I'm doing it. Right. And that's it. In the other sense, what I found was, and I'm, I'm very grateful, by the way, and I'll, I'm very humbled by that. And I'm great. Thank you so much. The other sense is that I was a little bit uh, pushed because I, I, I had certain things that I wanted to do more of. And it was very hard because I had to edit in in Sicily, I, I couldn't come back and edit. So when I shot, I had an edit because I had to have it done. So right. I was literally trying to find an American editor while I'm there to kind of give him a rough cut mm -hmm. and to get it assembled before this date. So what happened was a little bit difficult to edit uh, in Sicily, uh, you know, cause the original guy was supposed to edit the cinematographer, yeah. but we had a gentleman, Tommaso, it was very good, but it was just different. It was hard. It wasn't right. exactly the equipment we needed. So. We were able to assemble something of a rough cut through my vision. Okay. And then when we finally got back, uh, my editor, Derek Drew, and it was a fantastic editor. He's been in some amazing, did some amazing movies. He was able to really, really get it to a good place, but we still didn't have enough time to do it exactly what we wanted. So we had to give it off. Um, but we gave it there and, and, and um, we went back. Uh, maybe I went back about four or five months later with a girl named Monica Salazar who did Honey Boy. And she came back and do a 22 minute version of the film. Right. Because people were telling me, you got to cut this. You got to cut that. I'm like, hmm. you know what, guys, I really, I, it doesn't matter really for me at this point with, you know, Sundance and because yeah. this is really about the town and about the culture and about an event. So it falls in this weird time limit. And it's like, I'm just trying to stay true to the people. Yeah. And, and I used a lot of, I, I used only non-actors. I'm the only actor in it. Okay. My wife, the rest are all non-actors. So the people from the town. So um, to, to get back to your question, you know, I think maybe in the end of the day, it helped me because it needed to get done. And even though it wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to be, uh, I mean, it, 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 it might have been better in a way. Okay. Because, you know, when you think too much about something, it kind of throws you, Away, yeah, so you gotta do it <laughs> yeah so and these guys in sicily a wonderful crew and everything but you know to ch they had to change their schedules around so okay. it was 115 degrees when i was working and it was like really hot the first day so right. but uh we 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 got it done we were ready and uh it was thrilling to be honest it was very thrilling to do 
not to ask you how much you got for the grant, but did the grant cover the entire production or did you like, you know, go fund me a crowdsource? Or did you actually put your own money into it? I was the fund me. It was me. Okay. I, yeah. No, it was my Michael fund. I fund me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, you know, listen, they didn't, you know, uh, um, I chose the project. So whatever they gave me, I, I could have did a project here in LA. Right. Or whatever, but that's not the project I wanted to do. Wanted so, to do, of course. So I had to use whatever they gave me. And I flew, by the time I flew to Sicily and got yeah. room and board, pretty much. It was all gone. It was gone. Yeah. So the rest of it came out of my pocket and, and I didn't mind. And, and, you know, yeah. some of the biggest people like, you know, my, my sound team, you know, uh, King sound, they did like the insider. They did like mm. stuff with Spielberg and I'm like, they're doing right. my film for very, very minimal money. They loved it. I was like, wow. And Monica came in and Derek did it for, for minimal money. And I was like, I'm so grateful for them. And, and my friend, Peter Shank, who was my executive producer, who was, who was really, really somebody that really, really helped me guide me along yeah. the way. So without them, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do this. Right. Um, so I was able to save money in certain places, even though I was spending money out of my own pocket, I was able to save a little bit. Um, but you know, it's what I think about everything, Noel. If you don't, you know, I looked, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and saying, if you don't do this, you're a failure. And, and, and because it's on you, yeah. you're the only one that can do this. And, and I, I finally just woke up as I'm doing it. Yeah. And uh, the response has been, you know, I'm not talking about criticals, people, critics. I'm talking about people, yeah. general people that are from, from that me. are, they're immigrants or have a loss or, or miss somebody. Yeah. this moves them. And, and right. uh, so it, it's been really fascinating for me and it opened a lot of doors for me as far as meeting new people. And um, I'm actually now, you know, I was, I was named town ambassador okay. of Limina. So that's, a, I was really proud of that town ambassador of Limina um, by Discover Italy. Um, also I'm on the board of a, a splendid Sicily, which is another museum about things. So it really opened things for me to meet people in the same mindset right um so uh and, you know i had it's funny i had a gentleman yesterday uh that saw the film and i don't know him very well but right. he, he which i have some i have like three or four other scripts that i'm kind of connecting right. to this mm -hmm. and it was so nice to hear uh his feelings on it you know and, and uh, objectivity and and it's fascinating how different people are, are affected by something you know yeah. what i mean it's true. So, uh, yeah, it's been a really cool, cool journey, uh, you know. Yeah. Now, you said you, like, wrote this originally as, like, you know, a feature length or whatever, and you had to, like, yeah. cut it down. Was there ever a thought, you know, maybe I'll just do this as, like, kind of like a short, you know, short series of, like, you know, I've, films, you know, yes. all together? Was that, was yeah, that we're going to do that. I'm going to okay, do that great. now. That's a great idea. That, now, that's an awesome. You're the first person that thought like that. I've been thinking like that, Noel. Because I said, I can't afford, obviously, this big right. thing. Um, and I'm not kind of one to want to give it to people to let them do what they want to do with it. So yeah, of course, I said to myself, I said, so when I got back and this film was done, I said, you know, I already have a long script mm -hmm. with this tucked in. Yeah. I said, let me write a second part to the one that I shot. That's not the New York and just a continuation there yeah. and make that another hour. And have like right. one hour, one hour, and then an hour. Yeah. kind of segue. So that's what I that's what I did. So that's probably that might be the next one I'm going to shoot. Okay. 
Um, I also did a historical one that's a short film that I want to shoot that's really, really interesting. And then I have a, a full, another full-length feature that I wrote that's it's, it's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous story that not many people know about. So I don't want to talk about it yet. But yeah. Um, so, but yeah, the one-hour idea is really great. And this is what somebody had, uh, who liked this film was saying, you know, what, what can we do with this? I said, well, I have this, this, and this because they're very interested in the film. Yeah. And they're like, it's, it's the, he said, it's like cinema paradiso. It's, it's beautiful. Oh. It has this, be- I was like, well, I don't know about that, but it's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, it, it has an essence of something yeah. that's really pretty um, and honest and authentic. I'm not sure if it's good or bad, the movie, but what I can say, yeah. it's passionate, it's honest, and you feel something. You may not like it, right? which is, is all objectivity, yeah. but you'll, you might feel something. And that's kind of what you set out to do, you know? Now, like you had, you know, this is your vision, your project, you're like, you know, part of your life. And you really didn't want, you know, people, you know, I wouldn't say criticizing you, but was it easier to kind of separate being the filmmaker to being the passion? If you're, you know what I mean? Um, it's a great question. Um, I was, I think I was very, very open. Okay. To Peter, Peter Shank, my right. my friend, very brilliant man. So I trusted him. I trusted him with notes on my script. I trusted him with, and I his eye because he had been an editor before. But there was a few things that I disagree with him on, and I'll I'll give you a funny instance. Mm-hmm. So we were down to the last minutes of editing, and I said to myself, I said, No, I got to put some stuff back in. That's it's really important to the town. Yeah. He's like, No, you can't. I said, I need to put it back in. He goes, No. Right. Peter, if I don't put this back in, like the saint of the town, yeah, it's like that's what they do. That's their life. They go to the feast and and little things like that. If I don't put this back in, they're gonna have my head yeah. on a platter. He's like, no, and I don't like the church. I said, Peter, that's their church. That's that's their town. Yeah. No, no, no. So we disagreed on other stuff. He would say, Mikey, I think this. I said, okay. I take good advice. And at the yeah. end of the day, he would ultimately let me make that decision. But there was a few things like those things. Right. So when I went back to do like a small, small viewing with my cousin, Turi, and a few of the guys, the, yeah. the cast and a couple of people from Limina, um, it was hilarious because they were like, after the movie, like, wow, you got the saint perfect. You got <laughs> the church and the hand. It was beautiful. Right. And I said, oh, my God, if I didn't put that in, you, was yeah. yeah. So it, it, it is hard um, because when so, somebody saw it originally and he said, this can win an Academy Award. It's just too long. Mm. And I said, and I, my friend Peter called me, said that to mm. me. And I said, well, that's interesting. I said, but I really appreciate that. I don't think I can cut it right. 30 minutes, whatever he goes. Yeah. But it, he says, I said, I'm willing to sit with him, but I don't think that's what I want to do. I can do it after and make mm. another version of it. And that's yeah. what I did. But um, who knows? Maybe if I did, it would have won an Academy Award. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. Yeah. But you know what? No, you, you got to really. Uh, you, for me, it's never about the money. It's never about uh, uh, I have to please everyone. Mm. It's about what are you trying to say, the culture mm. and the people that you're dealing with. Yeah. And I wanted to stay true to that. Like there was a lot of people that were in this movie that they wanted to cut out. I said, no, 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 this is authentic. This All is who they are. So, you know, at the end of the day, of course, I'm, I'm a, I never directed before, but I'm the director of this project. So yeah. 
I went out. It's my story. So, um, but all in all, I think we were really, really a good collaborative effort. And, and it's difficult sometimes, man. It's difficult to make the decisions that you have to cut certain things. And, and uh, like, I'm a person, I like things to breathe a little bit. Yeah. I like slow moving things. And I find today in cinema today, people want everything. Of course. Yeah, it's quick. And I'm not a big, like, you know, you got, let's cut the air out of the scene. Like, why? Yeah. What does that mean? Right. I like to, to let people be real. So, you know, there was some of that that I'd really love because at one time we were trying to make it short and we were trying to get under 40 minutes and da-da-da. So maybe if I had known it better, I just left left everything the way I want it to be. But that's a lesson you learn and you move forward. And, and uh, you know, so, but yeah, yeah good question. Yeah. Now you mentioned, you know, you have other screen, you know, screen, uh, what's called uh, works. Uh, will you revisit, you know, directing besides this? Yes. Whole, like, trilogy yeah. Thing? You yeah I'm going to be the director on every one of these projects. You do. Okay. Um, because I feel like um, if somebody came to me at the, with the New York project, the big, right. big project, that's a, like a two hour feature. That's really heavy. I may have to relent only because there's a, I would end up playing the part that's a really, really hard part to play. So maybe, um, but I still think I could do it. So it depends right. on, on the scenario, but I'm going to direct the rest of the stuff that I have because it's mine. And, 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 you know, if they, a lot of times, you know, I find that people want to change everything and then, and then, you know, it's like, they don't really know why they want to change it. It's just, it doesn't suit what they think. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's they like, have to justify to their job, you know, <laughs> that's, what it is. I, I had a guy come on and we were talking about it and he, and he wanted to change everything. And then at the end of it, he, he started changing things back. I said, why? He goes, it was better that way. I said, because that's the instinct telling you if, yeah. if you're writing from instinct, mm -hmm. you that's honest. Right. And you're not overthinking it. When you overthink it, it becomes problematic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll direct. I, I enjoyed it a great deal. Right. Um, you know, I love being an actor, but directing was a really great experience for me. I would love to do it again. And so I'll do it with my projects, you know, yeah. Well, and everything was done prior COVID, right? This was all shot. And yeah, yeah. this was done in 2000, the end of 2019. Okay. And we started, you know, luckily. And then yeah, I was, yeah, I was supposed to be back in Sicily last year uh, to be at the Taramina Film Festival. I was, I was the only mm. American film to be selected. Okay. And because they saw such a passionate thing of, of the film and uh, I couldn't go, unfortunately. So that was a disappointment to me, but right. um yeah, I haven't been able to go back. So yeah, this was all shot. The editing was done some more this year, uh, you know, recently in the last four months before 2021, some other stuff that was kind of tweaked with the shorter one. Right. But since then I've been writing, just yeah. writing and writing and, and uh, you know, the couple of the screenplays and stuff. So nothing else to do, right? So you might as well write. <laughs> you know, I've been doing a lot of podcasts with, with yeah. great guys like you and, and talking about, you know, all the stuff. And, and uh, it's been it's been actually an interesting year because like I said, you know, I was able to reach a lot of people because I'm Sicilian. The film is Sicilian. A lot of people reached out to me because they were proud of that, mm. that an American would go back, a Sicilian American would go back and honor them in some small way, right? You know, in his own way. And, and they were really, really touched by that. So uh, they write to me a lot and we talk and, and, you know, I'm very proud of that. So that's why you do things, you know, you want to touch mm. people and you want to be, you want to include people. And uh, it's a real, it's a gift that they've, they've opened their arms to me and accepted me as right. one of their own. Really. I really am humbled by that. You know? Yeah. When you go back to shoot again, they're all going to expect raises. 
So you're not. Oh yeah. Up, you know. <laughs> yeah. They're waiting. They were. They were waiting. They were. They were so upset because you know when I was supposed to go back for the festival and then we were going to shoot another little project. Things got. So, you know, when time elapses, it gets more difficult to reboot and start up again, you know. So hopefully when things settle down, we can able to it's going to take me a little time to establish. I want to see a few things that I got to see how I want to shoot it and get back a little bit, get my brain moving and make sure yeah. I can, like a lot of the um, the locations I was given for free. So I want to make sure that I can get those locations to do yeah. what I want to do. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. It's just a lot of work. Yeah. But we got to get back there to do, to, you know, to start preparing again. So, yeah. Did you ever hear any feedback from the Russo brothers? You know, I, I never, I never heard anything from them. I heard that, uh, you know, obviously winning the grant and then uh, they wanted obviously to put our stuff up on, um, on the site of NIAF. I didn't want to do that because I have so many film festivals that I wanted to get into. I thought, right. you know, my film, like a film, a lot of the other ones are document documentaries. Okay. So, uh, a little bit short at 12, 13 minutes. Mine was an actual yeah. film. Right. So I, I was a little, it was really hard because I was like, wait a minute. You did a movie about a garden, like a documentary about a garden. I compared to, I'm doing a full length feature. I went to Sicily. Yeah. I mean, is there really a comparison there? Right. True. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it, honestly, I said they should have just gave me a award just because of the passionate journey that I made to do it. Yeah. But you know, so, but I will hear from them again. Um, you know, I, it's funny you thought I was going to reach out the other day because I had something I wanted to say to them. And, and I just kind of, uh, I didn't do it. And I'm just kind of waiting to see what happens. And then uh, they're, they're wonderful. The conversation that I had was amazing when I won. Yeah. Um, just so, they're so gracious and what they do is so gracious and to give back like that. But my executive producer says, Michael, instead of this amount of money, why don't they give you this amount of money so you can actually shoot a film? I said, I know. Can you imagine if we had this amount of money? Yeah. You know what I mean? To be able to shoot right. a film. Yeah. So trust me, it wasn't a lot of money. Right. <laughs> and next time stay at someone's house rather than get a hotel or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We shot it for we shot in five days, no. Let's put it wow. that way. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it got done, but yeah. uh, it, it wasn't easy. Right. So yeah, I look forward to seeing it when it comes out. Um, yeah, yeah. So how did um, how did a Whitestone kid get involved in acting? Wow, Whitestone kid. You know, I've, I, well, long story. I was I was a pretty good athlete. I was a stellar athlete. Um, right. Uh, I thought I was going to be a professional football player actually, and and things didn't work out. I broke my ankle, ripped a hamstring, so that was kind of right. Set me on a different track. Uh, you know, I got my degree. I ended up working on Wall Street. Okay. And uh, working at a place at Prudential Beach. And um, I was working nights, I remember, taking numbers in and da da da. It's kind of like a low, low level job. And I remember um, I was going on, on a train and um, this guy who was sitting next to me, looks at me, goes, You got a great look. And I'm thinking, This guy's, you know, he's crazy. He's delusional. Yeah, right. Who is the maniac? And he goes, You know, you look like a young Ken Wall, like a, you know. Okay, yeah, wise guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, right? So yeah. was, you look young Ken Wall, you know, John Travolta, something like that. I said, oh, thank you. So he gives me his car, and I'm like, I don't, you know, this guy's weird. I don't talk. Yeah. So he gets off the train, and I look at the car, and I'm like, this guy's a, some agent, the actual right. agent, some J. Michael Bloom. I was like, wow. So, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't sold on this 9 to 5 gig. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when he said to me, give him a call, I said, so I, I, it took me a few weeks, and then I called him. 
He goes, I remember. Yeah, Ken Wall, John, John. Yeah, yeah, come in. Yeah. So I went into the city and uh, he had a nice office. J. Michael Bloom was the agency. And I walk in, he goes, read this. And he slides a, a paper across the table. Yeah. I'm like, what's that? He goes, read it. I said, what is it? He goes, just read it. It's a scene. Just read it however you read it. I said, okay. And I just started reading it. And, you know, at the end, he goes, you know, you're pretty good. I said, oh, he goes, you're a natural. I said, what does that mean? He goes, no, you're natural. You have a good feeling about yourself. So I, he goes, listen, I, I think you should give this a shot. I said, well, you know, whatever. He goes, let me help you. Let me. So, you know, I got a, like a gig, like right away on a soap opera for like four or six weeks, like a little bad, bad boy on a soap opera. Right, right? Of course. Yeah. And then um, he goes, I'm, he called me one day. He goes, I'm going to Los Angeles. I'm like, he goes, I want you to come. And I was like, you know what? I'm in Whitestone. What am I doing? Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's cold. It's nasty. Mm -hmm. It's a winter time. He goes, I'm working on Wall Street. I really don't want to do it. So I said, okay. So uh, we went. Yeah. And uh, he had a he had a friend that he was going into a management company with. And uh, so you know, I stayed. We stayed with them, and then. I stayed, I never forget this. I don't tell this, say this too often to people, yeah. but I stayed and he, he was building an apartment. They're like an empty apartment, like construction. Right. In Beverly Hills on a, on a street called Swall Drive. And he says, listen, he goes, stay there. I'm like, I stay in an empty, but you know, apartment. Right. So the lady that we were, were initially stayed with said, you could stay here for a few weeks. And then by the time they built it up, you could stay in the, so that's what I did. I ended up staying in this empty apartment. Okay. And, uh, for like three months and uh i finally found a job uh i was delivering pizza i was like you know uh, working at nightclubs i was whatever and i was finally you know training people doing whatever i could and i and then i got an audition and i got a tv show like a small part in a tv show um called hardball opposite john ashton i did a little part with him and then like the next audition was a movie and I was, I, I got down to the final, final bell for this movie book of love that Robert Shea directed for new line. He was like the, the owner of new line. So I, I was like close. I was like, wow, this is easy. Yeah. Right. But then it got hard. Like after like a few years, I didn't get anything. So then uh, my mother passed away. So I had to go back to this, to New York and deal with that. I came back and, uh, I found the manager, Steven and, uh, it was relatively small at the time. And, uh, you know, we started to go through the process and I got this audition. And yeah. as we know, and here we are and and, uh, and it changed my life. But um, that's how I started it, you know. Right. Well, it's funny you mentioned Hardball because I had Richard Tyson on a couple of years ago. Who started Richard, yeah. yeah. I did my scene with Richard, I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he's a big he's a big boy still, right? Thick. Big boy, yeah, big boy, yeah. He's yeah, intimidating, but yeah, yeah, great, great actor. Yeah. So then you know, I guess a couple of years go you know, go by, and then Karate Kid, the next Karate Kid. Yeah, my uh, mother passed away. Feeling, right. Yeah, my mother passed away. It was a very tough time for me. I had to go back for about two and a half, three years, and, and deal right. with her two years or so, and then I got back and. Um, I was really, you know, I was, it's tough losing your mom and the cancer. And I was hanging on by my bootstraps, trying to figure it out. You know, here I am starting again, trying to make money, trying to get in business again and trying to reboot my career. And uh, I got this meeting and I remember I was in Gold's gym 
and I get a call on the, you know, on the, on the phone and they call okay. me over the last week, Michael, come over to us. So I run to the desk and it's him. He's like, listen, you got to be in such and such in an hour. I'm like, now I'm at the gym. He goes, go change and go. So I put on it, he goes, put on it like a leather jacket, jeans, a t-shirt, and I go over to Warner Brothers. And there was no like, there was no like script name or anything. It was just like go in. So I went in and, and uh, the casting director was Joy Todd, a really wonderful lady from New York, which was, okay. I guess, was my favorite maybe. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we did the scene and I wasn't really a polished actor. You know, I was going on instinct and she goes, yeah. oh, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. You got this thing. So. So she goes, you work out? She goes, let me see. I, I take my jacket. She goes, oh, you're in good shape? I said, yeah, you know, whatever. So uh, she goes, I want you to come back next week. And she gave me a thing this time, this time. I said, okay. Went back. Read again. And there was a couple other people in the room, you know. And then uh, I didn't hear anything for like three weeks. They called my manager and said, listen, he's got to be at such and such a place in three hours. Right. So now I got to run again. He calls me. I'm at the gym again. He goes, you got to go. Da, da, da. I go back. So now there's more people in the room and there's some actors out there. Like there's a yeah. couple of girls, there's guys that, you know, they make, mix and mingle. So I go in, I do my thing and, uh, and I leave. So now I don't, we don't hear anything for two weeks. So now I'm like in my third, third callback. Yeah. Finally call, listen, I want you to go back. Uh, and there's a few actors, you and another actor and, and two, uh, two girls, I believe at the time, blah, blah, blah. So, I never forget this. I, I had this Dodge Colt. I'm driving over, over a Coanga Boulevard down to the yeah. to the studios, and the hair, my dog hair, is flying everywhere, <laughs> going in my mouth. And I'm thinking right. to myself, you know, I got Bon Jovi on. I'm like, oh, let's go. You know, whatever. I'm trying to psych myself up, yeah. you know. And and um, I parked. I, I never forget. It. I, I parked in front of a taco, but I'm sitting there looking at Warner Brothers Studio on my right, and I'm thinking to myself, this is your shot, man. This is your shot. You, you earn, this is yours. You just got to go do it. And uh, so, I, you know, I went in and I was there and this other guy was there sitting on this, you know, sitting, both sitting on the steps outside this studio. Right. And they call him first. And then he comes out, he has his jacket off. I'm like, I'm taking him down. This is my yeah. job. <laughs> so then I go in and uh, I read and they tell me to wait outside. All right. So now we're both still, now we're both sitting next to each other. We're right. probably thinking in our heads, like, what's he thinking? What's going on? Yeah. And, and uh, so I hear my name. I'm like, fuck, why are they calling me first? Right. Yeah. So you, you know, you walk, no, you walk down this, this hallway and it's a short hallway, but it feels like this long, yeah. I'm right? Sure. Yeah. Never ending hallway. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm thinking, did I not get this? So I walk in and, and I never forget Jerry Weintraub was amazing guy. He's sitting there with his feet up on the desk and, and he had this big chair, you know, leather chair. And Christopher Kane was standing next to him. Like, I'm looking at him. Chris was on the left. And he goes, kid, sit down. I'm like, all right. He's like, uh, so, who's your agent? Right. And I tell him, he goes, you got the job. You're great. Wow. And I started crying. No, I jumped over right. the table. I swear to God, I jumped over the yeah. table, hugging him. Yeah. Jumped on Chris, tears flying out of my face, right? Because right. I lost my mother. I got no money. Yeah. I'm like, I got this car. I'm living like a dog. And mm. I'm like, wow. And then I walk out and another side of the coin, I flip side to that coin. I look and I see this kid walking away with his head down. And I said, wow. I said, I feel for him because I was always that guy that never got it. Right. And 
but I said, you know what, this is yours. Yeah. Enjoy it. You earned it. And I never forget, you know, he walked away and I was, I felt bad, but I knew, hey, listen, he's a one, he's worth a lot more than I'll, more than me. So, um, but I remember leaving and driving up over that same hill that I was yelling Bon Jovi on. Right, yeah. Going back and tears flowing out of my face. And I'm like, mom, mom. Yeah. Mom, I made it. I, I felt like I was part of Hollywood. Like I like I was this is a franchise that's such a big franchise and, and to be the lead guy in this I was blown away and I said, Wow, this your life can change like that. So um and the and the reason why when I talk to guys like you and, and to all the other kids and you know the, the guys on the podcast, what's what's so beautiful about this is that Ritonato is a very, very, very beautiful uh, homage to my mother and my grandfather, right? Next Karate Kid is, I put in that same wonderful space because even though I lost my mother, remembering this, and this helped me out of that dark place and how proud she would have been of me, it kind of, it brings back a warm memory in a lot of ways for me. So I'm able to like, oh, now have both these things in my life. Right. And it's been so wonderful. And now together with Ritonato and then this people with the, Cobra Kai calling me and Karate Kid driving me yeah. crazy and all that stuff. It's like, it's amazing. Right. And I'm so, and I want to say this to you. I'm grateful for to, to you to, to take your time to interview me and to all the other guys, because without you guys, it's like, you're, you're allowing us to relive beautiful moments that we had. And it's, it's such a, it's such a, I'm so grateful for that. So thank you. Oh, I appreciate um, it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, for many years, I didn't want to be associated with it. You know, that karate kid. Yeah. But when you realize by social media, how many people you've touched. And, and you know, I didn't, we didn't have social media when I did this movie. No. Yeah. It was, if I did, I would have been, you know, yeah. yeah, it'd been Nothing, crazy. Yeah. So, you know, they're all going back now to watch this one and watch that one. Everybody yeah. has their opinions of what, whatever. Of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. I laugh because, you know, they were trying to explain to me what a cannon was, and I wasn't sure what that meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause, so, yeah, because yeah, apparently, I guess someone asked the Cobra Kai, you know, creators if this movie was part of the, I guess they called right. the Miyagi-verse. And yes. it's like, yeah, absolutely. Pat Morita was in it, and which is great because, you know, yes. say what you want about your movie. I mean, some people liked it. Some people did it. That's totally sure. fine. You know, yep. same thing with the second one, the third one. No, no one's gonna like every movie. 100%. Exactly. You know, I mean, some people don't like the first movie. I think that's sacrilege. Yeah. But I mean, some people don't. And you know, right. like, and like, you're probably lucky that they didn't have social media back then. Maybe. Maybe. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe I'm not, the response. You know, would, I don't know. Yeah, you know? I think I, I think what what happened is. A lot of things happen. I'll give you a little insight right. too, because um, being in it, I know kind of what happened. Um, first of all, you're 100 percent right. People have opinions on this, that, and the other thing. For me, right. the first one, the best one. Of course, yeah, me too. Yeah, the rest are marginal at best. The first one is a classic movie, in my opinion. Right. Now, to be fair to our film, um, Hillary was way ahead of t of her time and movie time because she's the first me too girl ever in a sense because yeah, she's defending her yeah a bully mm -hmm. so she's the first action hero as a young girl right absolutely so and there's no contest really with that and there's no contest with the actors that we had in our piece that were incredible yeah. 
I mean, you got some amazing actors. So, yeah. so it, it, it's a def, it's a, it's the difference of time, like 84 to 94. It's a long period of time and things yeah. happen in that period of time. Right. So to be fair to, to us, um, I always say, yeah, you gotta have an opinion. I, you can like it, not like it. I said, but don't be disrespectful because no matter what you might say, there's people that love the film and people yeah. that don't like it. And right. there's a, but, you know, there's a lot of people that worked hard on that film and, and gave everything they can. So yeah. in that respect, you can have an opinion, just be nice about your opinion, but be respectful. Right. I 100% with that. Um, but I, what I will say, I don't know if, you, if I send it to you, but there was a box office, if you saw it, the box no, office. Of but I know like it came out, it was like the September of 94. And it was like great movies were still like in the theaters that summer, yeah. you so, know? I'll give you a list of movies. Right. Like Forrest Gump. And my, yeah. And my picture was in the, in the, you know, remember entertainment weekly? Of course. Yeah. So my picture's in the, in the thing with Hillary and I'm, you know, I got that, see that famous scene where I'm choking. Right. right? So true lies. Yeah. Toy story. Right. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Clear and present danger. Yeah. That's right. So in, in respect to what we a 12 off $18 million movie going against block, when the movie business changed, it was these huge, huge blockbusters. Mm. Um, you really, you had minimal chance to, to, to really be a huge, huge success. Yeah. And here's the difference. And this is what cinema changed in a lot of ways. Cinema changed like in 1970-something when, when Stallone did Rocky. Before that, they were doing like these big grandiose movies. Yeah. And then it changed. And he was able to do this movie, this small film for a million dollars. Right. That nobody would have thought of five yeah. years earlier. Right. So then, and then you get into a, you know, a few years of that. And then when you started to get into like, you know, these action, you know, big action movies, right. you really don't have a shot. I mean, of course you really don't have a shot. And, and it, it, it just think of Netflix or, you know, uh, Amazon was around at the time. Yeah. It would have been a different story. So the great thing about our movies that we ended up on Disney, which was a very, very big when they started that Disney Channel and they started that, it yeah. became very extremely popular with mm -hmm. young kids, young girls, right. young guys. Yeah. And uh, we actually got a longer run than a lot of the other ones mm -hmm. because it kept playing. And then Hillary yeah. became a huge star. So it kept running and running yeah. and running. So we have a really we have our own branding yeah. with an Academy Award winning actress of course, and a woman playing the role. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's really, it's just really, where does it land? Like, you know, I think that the reason Cobra Kai is so successful is because it landed during a pandemic. I really believe that. I think it's, I think yeah. it's really good, but I think right. that that helped it because eyes were there. Yeah. They wanted something to take them away from the, 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 the depressing time. And it was a kind of fun throwback, you know, yeah. nostalgic look back yeah. at something They're, that was kind of exactly. corny. They're 30 so minutes I think people, you finish yeah. in an afternoon yeah. and you know, you're good, yeah. And I think that Miyagi hangs over that and that's brilliant mm -hmm. because if he right. doesn't, it, it, to me, it doesn't work. Agreed, agreed, yeah. If Mr. Miyagi, that's why I say our film is so important because you never saw Mr. Miyagi interact with a girl. No, and it showed in the in the movie, which was fantastic. Exactly. You know, Pat so, did a great job, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see going forward uh, what, you know, people are going to do, what they're going to say, what's, what it's going to yeah. be, but,
I've been throwing theories left and right. right I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have a theory because everybody's told me their theory. So I don't know. Um, I had, it's funny. I had Sean, have you watched the whole series? You all caught up? Uh, I, I, no, I didn't. I, I honestly, okay. I didn't watch the whole series. Okay. So there's a certain character. Don't fault me guys. I, I just was. Yeah. Know. Right. I don't want to spoil for you. There's a certain character that I think that Sean Kane and I, I had, I had him on uh, who played Mike Barnes in the third one is that person's father. And he's like, yeah, I, I think I heard that one a lot, you know, because okay. yeah, with you, I'm I'm not so sure because I I think the next season is going to focus on possibly getting people from the part three in because that's what this maybe previous season maybe. was part two. Um, and what the creators have been so good at is been like honoring the original movies and not just like doing like you know casting people just for buzz. You know, everyone they casted from the previous movies has had a legitimate storyline, and it's been, you know, right. So, it, exactly, staying true. So, if they get you involved, which, because you know, if you look at Johnny, kind of had a little face turn at the end of the first movie. Uh, you had a, you know, a face exactly. turn at, you know, exactly. at the end of the movie. So, who knows? I mean, you could have been a student of Miyagi. You oh, that's brilliant. Because that's what people are relationship saying. with, you know, Hillary yeah. Swank become friends yeah. with eric you know all, all these all these things you know definitely because you look at it the, the alpha elites which i guess you consider what like hall monitors on steroids maybe i, I don't yeah. know what these rotc or yeah, yeah something right and this was the first movie that the villains weren't involved in karate you know and it's like julie just went against boys right. ass. it wasn't one-on-one -on -one. it wasn't for points you know, right. like you know, Ralph had yeah, the second one was you know a one-on-one -on -one battle, but legitimately she was taking on five guys in Michael Ironside. That's pretty right. big. You know, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm absolutely. You know, guy's car got destroyed. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on in that in that scene. You know, you're right. You're right. Somebody asked me that. So you know, somebody said to me because you know they write to me quite a bit and like Michael, yeah. you're the only character that was redeemed. Any the only bad boy that was redeemed. Yeah. Because at the end, I say, no, no more. And then I say to him, you know, I thought you had all the answers. And you see me yeah. walk. And a lot of people said, you you know, you went with Miyagi. You created, you know, you followed him. You know, in my estimation, Ned was a wayward kid who got caught up with this guy. And then, right. you know, at the end of it, he realized I made a mistake. And he tries yeah. to learn from Miyagi and tries to follow in his footsteps. So a lot of people have said that, you know. So one guy, you know, this was the other day somebody wrote to me. He goes, you know, what about if you guys came back? And you, you were in the high school and you were the guy now in the hallway and you were the guy running the hallway and making sure everything's yeah. good and making, wouldn't that be interesting? If they went back into the high school. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? That you know would be, I mean? yeah. But, yeah. It's, but, but you run it differently though. You know, it's not yeah. like, you know, yeah. late bell, you're kicking someone's ass, you know, you're. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's so yeah. many things that you could do. It's just like, right. what's it going to be? Who knows what it's going to yeah. be, you know? Right. Uh, you know, Michael Irons, I, I love him. He's like intimidating in everything he does. You know, fantastic right. actor. What was mm -hmm. the experience working with him like? Michael's great. Michael, uh, you know, Michael's a really wonderful guy, wonderful actor. We had fun together. He was, you know, he, he tested me originally in the beginning, like tried to see if I was ready to, yeah, to uh, be an actor. And it was my first, you know, I always tell the story, but it was my first day in the uh, uh, shooting. Right. That scene when I come out on the after the bungee jump, I open the doors and yeah. you know whatever. And uh, so. You know, you have to hit your mark and then say your dialogue. So, you know, or walk out, hit the mark, whatever. Yeah. So Michael was like trying to test me, see if I could hit that, whatever. So once I did that, you we were good. good. 
Yeah. And uh, he, he would talk about scenes and, you know, just uh, experience and stuff. And he's a really nice man. Um, good actor. Had fun with him. I hope we get a chance to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And they just recently came out with a documentary about Pat Morita. You know, Marlon, right. yeah. And I know he had, you know, dealt with a lot of demons. In, in his... I know the demons because I, I, it was yeah. happening during the movie. I was, was going to ask you if, you know, how bad That's was it? That's why I was a little disappointed. That I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to, to uh, you know, I, I was in it. I know in the documentary, but I wasn't in it, able to talk, I guess, or whatever. But I didn't even know about it till later. But I had, right. when I wrote to the director, I said, you know, I'd love to say something because it's already done. I said, oh, too bad. But um, yeah. Uh, I guess I can talk about it now. I, I don't know, but uh, Pat, first of all, Pat was an amazing guy. Right. Um, uh, and I just want to give you one quick little story about Pat, you know, the ending of the movie and we had to reshoot it. And uh, I remember uh, I was sitting at the docks, you know, on the docks and I'm looking around like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Can't fire my car, their right. car. So we did the scene and, uh, you know, it was at the end when I got a little emotional and you got a little tears in my eyes and da, 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 and, he, and then, you know, it's just cut and he goes, and I see Pat waving, to come, Michael, come here. And, you know, we didn't get a chance to work a lot together. We were in a lot of scenes together, but we didn't, you know. Right. So he pulled me and goes, he goes, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. It's, it's, it's yeah. great. Beautiful. Right. Because he saw me trying to take the character and turn him and give him a little bit of hope. Yeah. And vulnerability. And he caught that. And, and, and he goes, just keep doing what you're doing. So a lot of fans catch that. And it's really interesting because most of these guys are like, just like, you know, straight up. Yeah. Bad. You know, there's no like, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I, I, it's like, I think Billy does a great job because I think Billy now has a different side to him, but you right. know, him and I were trying to do the kind of the same and I think he showed a little bit of it as well. And, and he did a wonderful job with it. And I think I did, but you know, I think some of these guys are just sort of one dimensional and it's like, yeah. so, and it's hard because you're put in that position where you're, you're the bad guy, but you got to figure out a way to have another level or another different yeah. place, a different color. So, uh, but um, getting back to Pat, I remember, um, I think we had a shutdown production once or twice. Okay. Uh I believe because there was issues going on. I don't know exactly the issues. I didn't want, right. I don't want to say. Of course. I believe, yeah. I, I believe we had to shut down for a few weeks here and there. So, uh, but he was, man, when he was working, uh, you didn't see anything. And then you see the screen. It's, yeah. it's larger than life. Right. It's, it's, it's uh, gorgeous. What a gorgeous actor. And wow. Yeah. Just an honor to work with and, and to be around and, and to be, he was like a leader, you know, it's just yeah. like, you know, what I always say to people is like, again, you know, you, it's like historic in a lot of ways, because if you're in the biggest franchise in the world ever, pretty much now at this point, because between the TV show and the movies, it's just this huge thing. And to be able to a privilege to work with, with him, because no matter what they mm -hmm. do in Cobra Kai, those kids will never work with Pat. Right. So, so to work with Pat is just like such an honor, you know, it's just a true professional and just a true class, uh, class act. Um, he left us with some great stuff. Uh, I can be yeah, honest, yeah. beautiful stuff. And right. that performance is Academy nominated performance in a movie. You know, yeah. I think it was, it was in one, in one or two. The first one. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. That scene in the room, re yeah. revisiting his life in the past was just gorgeous. And, and, uh, 
you know, Ralph was perfectly cast in that role. And, and Billy, too. Mm -hmm. it's like everybody, Martin. I, I did a movie with Martin later on. We talked about a little bit. Nice man, Martin. And, you know, just. It's just yeah, Martin's a Bayside guy. Yeah, is he? Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, uh, funny to know. And Martin Van Buren in high school. <laughs> ah, that's great. So yeah. when, I, when I see him again, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll bust his chops a little bit about yeah, that. Exactly. But uh, we did a movie together long, like maybe seven or eight years ago. And, uh, you know, he didn't know, you know, he, I didn't talk about it. I didn't say anything. They said, are you in a crisis? Yeah, I started. Oh, my God. Uh, we, you know, we had yeah. a quick chat about it. But um, right. it's really great, the success. And I, I, it's wonderful. So to, for all of us, you know, to be involved and to meet kids and, and generations involved is great. You yeah. Know? And it, because like now, like I that was, saw that movie, you know, the first one in the theaters. I remember exactly where I saw it. Uh, Hillside Avenue Theater. Hillside Avenue. Uh, yeah, exactly. Across from like the Laces uh, roller skating rink. Sure, Laces roller skating. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And now Bay Terrace Theater. You see Bay Terrace, remember Bay Terrace? Oh yeah, you got to see it now. That theater is, is crazy. It used to be like a two, you know, two uh, theaters, play, a two movie yeah. theater. Now it's like seven, eight, nine. Yeah, theaters. Wow. Yeah, but now the show is like, I saw all the movies in the theater. I saw your movie in the theater. You know, my girlfriend now my wife. You know. We were dating at the time we saw it in the theater, but now it's like Cobra Kai. Now the whole family can watch it. Yeah, so it's they, they have their they have their you know people they're growing up watching. We have ours, and it just yeah. we can, you know have one common theme. It's and it's fantastic. It really is. That's why the pandemic's brought people together in a lot of ways, and you can able to yeah. watch it with your kids and share that. So it's beautiful. I I think it's it's amazing, and you know. Right. It's like, and also all these kids around the world that never saw all the original movies are seeing them, you know, yeah. on Netflix and they're calling right. me and uh, wow, you yeah. know, Spain and Argentina yeah. and Italy. Right. And yeah, so been, you know, I've made friends with so many, right? so many kids and such wonderful, wonderful people. It's just been amazing time for me. I get, you know, I get Instagram messages all the time. You know, yeah. I talk to them, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram. There's this, there's this one account who makes these custom Karate Kid figures. I had. They made one of me now. They made I, one I, of you. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, they're great. They, I'm going to do something with them in the next couple of months. They're they're really, really wonderful guys. Actually, from in London, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been in contact with them, trying to get a couple of them. Yeah, they look. He cool. sent me a he sent me a shot of you know of mine. It's like hilarious. I'm like, oh, you guys are killing me. I was actually the first one. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know they made one uh, of the first one of the first ones because they were talking to me. It's like, and the, like I just made a video game of me, which I thought was great. Oh wow, that's great. <laughs> of next Karate Kid, it's on my Instagram page at Retonato okay. underscore the underscore movie. But right. uh, yeah, it's it's just wonderful. You know, you see these things, you're like, Jesus God, you got you know, you're you're now an action figure. Yeah, so, uh, there's so many creative people out there, and you know, and it's just like these movies. They're such here, you know, they're such great guys. You know, it's yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, it looks fantastic. The black shirt me, and everything. Me, Mike Lynn Dugan. Is that yeah, great? Exactly. <laughs> Ned and Dugan coming at you. So, yeah. No, they're really talented guys. So, yeah, absolutely. And I just watched it uh, recently because I haven't seen it in a few years. And I totally forgot uh, Walton Goggins was one of the Alpha Elite. Right. Who, right. You know, that was nice. Walton and I said, that's the guy I was talking about earlier. I didn't want to say names. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. He, yeah. You know, Justify and everything else. He's been. No, he's a nice actor, Walton. Yeah. Very nice. He's a good yeah. kid. I haven't seen him in years, but. Uh, right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, when where can people find the movie when it comes out? You, I'll be on retornatothemovie.com. So you'll see me posting on my Instagram page. You just follow that to retornatothemovie.com. 
Um, and then uh, we'll be streaming it there shortly in the next month or so, four to six weeks. We're just booting it up and getting ready and uh, it'll be fun. We'll see, you know, like I said, everybody's going to have an opinion and it's not, it's not Karate yeah. Kid. It's not anything right. near in that yeah. wheelhouse. It's totally different. Exactly. Uh, a movie of, of uh, just a passion, personal story, a moment in time. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see if people appreciate it. If not, it's fine. It is, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them, right? You know, you know, we go back to that all the time, though. It's like you said, just and I defend the next Karate Kid because yeah. I say, guys, you can think what you want, but you know what? If that movie was by itself, is as good as any other of these movies you got out today. Yeah. So, it, it really, number one is on another level. Yeah, number one is over here. The rest are not nearly right. as good. Yeah, that's so. Uh, that's my feeling of it. I think the first one is great. It's a great film. So it's a feel-good movie, underdog story. Yeah. Uh, it's John Avilson is that kind of guy. That's the movie. Exactly. Rocky and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The formula. So, yeah. So, yeah. so the rest, I think they diminished some of it um, as it moved. Yeah. Down. So, right. Yeah. And like there was a five-year gap between the third one and your movie. So I don't know if that really hurt it a little bit kind of out of what the is the gap between second and third because that was like a weird scenario too like second and th- i think it was like three years maybe but that was supposed to be continuous from yeah. after like very yeah it's like ralph looks older you know, put a little weight it looks a little weird you know but I, yeah i never I, I i really always went to the first one uh when i when i got cast i just watched the first one i said this yeah. is the first it's so authentic to me and i just said right. that's for me that's the imprint of this franchise yeah. so yeah uh, yeah but i wish nothing but success for ritonato going forward can't wait to see it you know the, the second movie hopefully you know that gets made soon and you know and nothing but success michael I really appreciate it no listen we're, we're together whitestone bayside absolutely represent you're a good man i had no idea i'm so happy to meet you and stay in touch <laughs> And a special thanks to Michael for joining me today. Look for Retonado, it should be out soon. And if you have a guest suggestion, hit me up on Twitter at the first Noel19 or like the page Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. If you don't have iTunes, not a problem. Shows on SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. A new episode comes in every week. And stay safe, everybody. We'll see you then.